2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple
3: Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. It's time
0: to play full time fantasy. Full time fantasy.
4: All right, it's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. Here we are. It's a big Friday before week 14. The week already started. Let's take a look at last night's game. And I have to... I'm not going to pile on. I'm not going to pile on to the Cowboys. I'm not. I'm just going to say one thing. I think Jerry Jones... I want to commend him for his loyalty. I really do. I think most people would have fired Jason Garrett years ago, but Jerry, Jerry, not going to do it. Jerry just is not going to do it. And I really have to commend him for that in a time where people fire guys and divorce and break up and whatever, at a drop of a hat, Jerry's going to stay married. Going to stay married to Jason Garrett. But it is probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It is. It's probably the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Because I think the mark of the problem is when a team has given up. And the Cowboys' body language is terrible. The body language is bad. It's like a husband and wife sitting at dinner and not talking to each other. You ever see those couples? You ever go out and you see a couple and they just kind of like stare at each other, no words. And I don't know. I do that when I'm with my wife and I say to myself, they can't be happy. They just can't be happy. And when you're that miserable, maybe you shouldn't be together. It's not a bad thing. I'm not saying something evil. If it's not, if, if, if you're that miserable, maybe you shouldn't be together. I wish you happiness. Hope you find the right person. But you know Jerry stick, sticking with Jason Garrett at this point is comical, because Jerry is just you know trying to keep it trying to keep the the ship afloat. The ship's not afloat, dude. It's sunk. I know you see it. We all see it. For the good, this is not even for the good of Jason Garrett. Or the good, This is for the good of the franchise. He's got to go. He's got to go. If you want to make the playoffs, he's got to go. Because basically, and stop me if I'm wrong, isn't this going to end up being Cowboys versus Eagles, winner take all? Winner of that game is going to go to the, to the playoffs, loser isn't. You still have a chance, right? The Cowboys still have a chance. You're not beating the Rams. I don't think you're beating the Rams. Maybe you are. Maybe you think you are. I don't know. I think you think they're beating Washington. You're going to have to beat Philadelphia. Have to. But aren't you better off doing it with Rod Marinelli as the coach? Or Chris Richard as a coach or anybody except for Garrett. Just doesn't make any sense to me. I, I get wanting to be loyal. I get that. I respect it. I like it. But at some point you go from loyal to stupid. And I think we've reached that point. Because when you're making Mitch Trubisky look like a pro bowl quarterback. That's pretty impossible to do. Trubisky throws for 244 yards last night, three touchdowns, and more importantly, runs for 63 yards and a touchdown. We haven't seen Trubisky run at all this year. And remember, he's a very mobile quarterback. So either he just figured it out or Dallas wasn't stopping him. If you started out Robinson, good on you. You started Anthony Miller. I know you would have wanted more, but he at least scored. David Montgomery, meh, Tariq Cohen killed you. Seriously, like nine points. For Dallas, Dak Prescott, you know, 334 yards and a touchdown. Those numbers look, uh, are they're inflated. Zeke has a great game. Amari Cooper thankfully finds the end zone because otherwise he would have been a, very, a huge disappointment, which was kind of predictable, by the way. Doesn't usually play well on the road. And Michael Gallup does a good job. I liked Jason Witten, by the way. But you feel badly for Jason Witten. I mean, he was a terrible announcer. Let's, let's, who's kidding who? But for him to come back and to watch this team play like this, I don't blame him for screaming. I'd be screaming too. Scream bloody murder. Blake Jarwin, 6 for 50. Whoever thought you'd get 11 points from Blake Jarwin. Cowboys tight ends, 11 for 87. That's an issue for the Bears moving forward, by the way. That's a fantasy nugget right there. Tight ends against the Bears. Interesting. Whole lot of receptions. I know it was garbage time. I'm just throwing it out there. But, I mean, if you're a Cowboy fan, you want him, you want Jason Garrett on. The only thing I can tell you is this. I think there are a lot of people out there, and if you watch the reports, oh, Jerry has his eye on Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer's not going to Dallas because Jerry won't give up the control. Urban Meyer can coach anywhere he wants in the galaxy. And if I'm Urban Meyer, do you know what the first thing I ask for is? Complete control of the organization. You think Jerry is going to give that up? Maybe he will, but he's going to have to. Because otherwise, Lincoln Riley, if I'm Lincoln Riley, you better give me the keys to the franchise, because otherwise I got the keys to the Oklahoma franchise. I'll just stay with the Sooners. Jerry's got to find somebody that he can weigh in with, because he's not weighing in with Urban Meyer. But look, Jerry's shown with Bill Parcells and Jimmy Johnson, he can be, you know, quiet. But can he now, now that Pandora's box is open? I don't know. All I know is this. I say one thing to you. Whatever happens in this world, please, New York football giants, do not hire Jason Garrett as your coach. Because once that happens, I have to rip up everything that has giants in my house. And I officially will be on the market for a new team. I can't, that that would be the final straw I'm telling you that right now the final straw alright we're going to take a look at the practice report who's playing and who's not we'll discuss when I return right after this
3: hey thanks for downloading this podcast if you want to listen live be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network thanks for listening and enjoy the show
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, we're back. Dr. Rhoda here with you. Full-time fantasy. Check me out at fulltimefantasy.com. Enter the promo code ROTO50. And for you, for you only, we'll give you 50% off your first two months. Okay? Don't tell anybody else. We'll just keep it between us. All right, let's take a look at the practice report. Frank Reich says, no pitch count from Marlon Mack. I told you I like Marlon Mack this week. I think he finds the end zone. I do. I think he finds the end zone. T.Y. Hilton, out. Out. Jackie Doyle, very in, all my lineups. Nelson Aguilar did not practice on Thursday. Let's see what happens today, but I don't know. I have him very doubtful. Scotty Miller, out. I like Scotty Miller, by the way, but this just means more for Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and Brashad Perriman. David David Njoku expects to play Week 14 against the Bengals. I don't care this week. I want him next week against the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, baby. I'm definitely playing him next week because everybody scores against the Cardinals. Uh, Adam Humphreys did not play for the uh, Titans. And Adoree Jackson did not play. That's not good. Adoree Jackson is very fast. He's not a little fast. He's like crazy fast. So... Maybe Tyrell Williams. Maybe just maybe just got a, a little a little nick. Just got a pen click on that one. I don't want to write that down. Tyrell Williams. I like that. Because Dory is pretty fast and he can't cover Williams. Um AJ Brown practice. That's good. I can tell you that Greg Olson out. Ian Thomas definitely starting. I don't care what Perry Fuel says. Perry's wrong. Ian Thomas will play a lot. Evan Ingram, still expected back. Remember, I told you, be careful with that. I think he plays, but I still would have Caden Smith just in case. Damien Williams not practicing. Darrell Williams, we know, is on the IR. LaShawn McCoy and Darwin Thompson. Telling you right now, Darwin Thompson. Has an impact on this game. He has an impact on this game. Because I'm telling you. LaShawn McCoy is not going to be able to run at all. Through the Patriots. At all. So. I believe that Andy Reid starts out the game. Going. To LaShawn McCoy. And then very quickly. He realizes. Yeah. Yeah. One and a half yards per carry might not be what I'm looking for. Let me see how my boy Darwin can do. Greg Olson, I told you, is out. Julio Jones playing. Austin Hooper playing. That's exciting. That's exciting. I told you. I think this is the Falcons' big game. This is their big game. I like the Falcons, I like Julio, I like Austin Hooper. Dalvin Cook, practice, he's playing. Adam Thielen didn't, he's not playing. Okay, let me see. Um, Jabril -Jabril Peppers, couldn't go on injured reserve any day, any second now. Jamal Adams, sidelined. Here's a couple, another one for you. Adam Gase unsure if Le'Veon Bell will play in week 14. Oh, no. Now, here's the good news. At least we know now. And this didn't come out Sunday morning. But I don't know. Gase is being very fishy. He's unsure. I don't know. this This feels like a DNP to me. I like Bilal Powell more than i like ty montgomery now let me say something about Bilal powell there's a guy that i'm that i'm friendly with who hosts on a different channel who is one of the best fantasy football players i know he's the guy in a dynasty league that i'm scared of and i'm not scared of anybody and scared's a bad word he's the guy when i play him i'm like all right he's good he's my he's my competition right i walk into a draft most people are not my competition this guy's my competition his name is mike dempsey and mike dempsey picked up Bilal powell in one of our leagues there you go that's why he's mike dempsey i don't know why i didn't get ball powell i probably should have i didn't probably wouldn't have played him anyway But that's the right move, and I know it's confirmed to be the right move when Mike Dempsey makes it. Ask yourself that question, by the way. If there's a really good owner in your league who always ends up doing well, and he makes a move, you should watch that move and say, "Okay, what is this guy doing?" I think that's smart. I'll give you a secret. I do that on the dance floor too. Not like I go dancing anymore, but when I used to go dancing was when I was younger. I'd, be, I'd see people I'm like, oh, that's a cool move. I'll try to incorporate. I'll try to do that. I don't know. i just figure it out. I'm like, ah, that look good. If Mike Dempsey's picking up Bilal Powell, you should pick up Bilal Powell. Because Bilal Powell is capable of being really good. He's capable of being really good. Okay? More than time, Montgomery. And lastly, Daniel Jones not playing. Daniel Jones is not playing. Eli's playing. I'm so sorry about that. But like I said for Giant fans, do we really care? No, we really don't. Okay, it's time now for me to break down each game. Let me go through it. Let me talk about it. Let me figure it out. Let me help you out. Let's begin. Carolina against Atlanta. I'm going to give you the, the total, the implied totals, and I'm going to tell you how we're going to figure that out. Atlanta is about 25 points. Julio scores A touchdown. Fact. Austin Hooper probably scores. But I think this could be a double Julio. Or Calvin Ridley scores. I like Matt Ryan this week. I like the Falcons this week. I'm all in. I know that's a scary proposition. But I am. For Carolina, I'm very unsure what's going to happen. Are they going to roll over now that Ron Rivera is not there? Do I like Christian McCaffrey? Yes. Do I like DJ Moore? Yes. Will I play Ian Thomas in DFS? Yes. It's like $4,000 on FanDuel. You play him. Do I play Curtis Samuel? Probably not. Probably not. Do I trust Kyle Allen? Of course not. But I think this is one of the higher scoring games of the week. Okay? I think this is one of the higher scoring games of the week. And I think this is... I'll say this. Usually, I'm right about a player, but when I'm wrong, it's about when it happens. It's not the if, it's the when. I thought Julio Jones was going to have a great week two weeks ago, and he didn't. I think this is the week. He always has a week. Always has a week. I can't imagine that this might not be it. Don't tell me James Bradbury plays well against him. Whatever. Seriously, Whatever. I like Atlanta over Carolina this week. All right, we went over the, the point totals. I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game. We know that, 47, but I like, I like the Falcons. Okay, Baltimore and Buffalo, I'm going to shock you and say that this game is going to be higher-scoring than we all think. I think this is going to be a higher-scoring game than we think. We think of this game as a defensive battle, but I think Buffalo plays well. I think Baltimore plays well. Baltimore's implied total is about 25-26. We like Lamar Jackson to run one in for sure. Maybe an Ingram. I don't know where the other points are coming. Maybe a Mark Andrews. For Buffalo, I like Singletary this week. I like Josh Allen this week. I like Cole Beasley. I'm absolutely worried about John Brown. But if you want to be contrarian, let's play John Brown together. It's a contrarian move. It could pay off. But I think this game is higher scoring than people think. Right? You think they're two great defensive teams, it's a 43 and a half total. I think it goes over. Okay? We're going to keep on breaking it down game by game when we return right after this.
3: Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever.
2: And recap iconic moments. Doctor. Yes, he's got it. Here he carry comes. We rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, "What? What are we in for?" The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons.
0: like a dollar to Curry. Back to.
4: I want to light the lamp on DraftKings and fan duel this NHL DFS season. Then join dailyrodo.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS line combinations and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you're playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. So please enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com where millionaires are made. All right, let's go back. Cincinnati, Cleveland. I think this is going to be a low-scoring game. I can't understand why Cleveland would want to win this game. makes no sense to me. I'm going to say Cleveland's going to be scoring the implied total about 24, Cincinnati about 17. Cleveland, by the way, did you hear that report on Beckham? He doesn't know what he wants to do next year. He's a fraud. How about stop? Yeah, how about stop making everybody crazy? You're literally playing with your best friend, your brother, and you're still not happy because you're not used used correctly. Well, I'll agree with that. Freddie Kitchen stinks. I will. I'll agree with that. But I think a lot of it was was, was Beckham's fault for not working out with Baker Mayfield and getting on the same page. If you played well with Eli Manning, are you telling me that Baker is not more accurate than Eli Manning? Or are you guys both too proud to come together and figure it out? It's kind of a joke. I I don't blame him for not wanting to lose. But, I mean, is it the Browns or is it Beckham? 2020 is going to be my year. Or are you just a fair weather fan and you just need to play on on a a winning team? Maybe so. Maybe so. Send him to the Patriots. Tom Brady could use him. But, I mean, I think Beckham scores this week. I think Landry is always good to score. Landry's been phenomenal. Landry used to be one of my favorite third round picks. He's played like that this year. He really has. For Cincinnati, I don't know, man. They're not winning this game. Maybe Mixon, I don't feel good about it. Maybe Tyler Boyd. I don't feel good about it. I just don't feel good about this whole game for them. They're not winning. So what? 17 points? You really want to find that 17 points? I don't see it. All right, Washington and Green Bay. Green Bay has a huge implied total this week. Aaron Jones, I'm in. I was more in on Aaron Jones, but Jamal Williams practiced, so I think he plays more. I did think that Aaron Jones could have multiple touchdowns, but I may have to ease up on that. I love Aaron Rodgers. I love Devontae Adams. And I love Alan Lazard. I do. I think Lazard is interesting. I think he's absolutely the number two receiver there. Who would have thought it? It's funny. I watched a guy play at Iowa State. He was a good player. Then he came to the pros and did nothing. But you know what? He's he's legit. Better than Geronimo Allison. Better than Marquise Valdez-Scantling. For Washington, once again... I like Darius Geis, but I'm not playing him. I guess I would if I was desperate, but Green Bay is going to win this game by a whole lot. So when they were up 20, are they abandoning the run or are they still running the football? I don't know. I'll give you two guys who are under-owned, underknown, and underutilized. One, Kelvin Harmon. Paul Richardson is out, Harmon is in. He's had a few targets the last few weeks. If you're desperate for a play on DraftKings, he's under 4K. And two, would you like a little sprinkle at that? Jeremy Sprinkle. Green Bay, wretched against the tight end. Third worst team in the NFL. Maybe Jeremy Sprinkle finds the end zone. Maybe. And he's dirt cheap. So, I don't love the play, but look. Stranger things have happened. If you're one of those people that puts money down... With a bookie on who's gonna score a touchdown, you might get some pretty good odds on Jeremy Sprinkle. If I could get like, I don't know, 500 to one, I might take it. I might take it. Same thing with Kelvin Harmon. If I could get like 450 to one, I might take it. That's where I look for the points in the games like that. That's how you can win money. I had Caden Smith a couple of weeks ago. He's like 1,200 to one. All right, Denver. Houston, you know my thoughts and feelings in this game. I'm giving you my favorite Texan in this game. I've given it to you all week. Carlos Hyde. I'm in on Carlos Hyde. I think he's very undervalued on DraftKings. I think the, the Texans don't play well in this game. Trap game, as I've said. Hyde is the one that takes them through it. For Denver, I think they're only looking at two touchdowns. Maybe a defensive touchdown. Maybe. I'm, I'm okay with playing the Broncos. Ah, uh, Cortland Sutton is interesting. Philip Lindsay is interesting. Nobody else. Noah Fant is interesting. Outside of that, I'm not interested. Okay? Detroit at Minnesota. Minnesota has a huge implied total, about 28. So where are the four touchdowns coming from? I will play Dalvin Cook. I will play him in seasonal. I will play him in daily. I think you will get him a little under-owned in daily because he's quote-unquote, injured. Everybody saw the injury on TV, and they're running away from him. I think Alexander Madison, by the way, does run for 30 to 40 yards. I do. I think that will happen. I like Stefan Diggs. I think I like Kyle Rudolph a little bit. I could get behind Kyle Rudolph scoring. I'm not so sure about Irv Smith, but I can get behind Kyle Rudolph. For Detroit... Galladay, Marvin Jones, those are the guys. Minnesota's pass defense, very suspect. Very suspect. Now, we know what Marvin Jones did the last time these these teams met. So, maybe I'm crazy, but I'm not. The guy went 10 for 93 and four touchdowns last time. 10 for 93 for four. Don't go chasing those points, because I've got to believe the Vikings won't let Marvin Jones embarrass them this week. Maybe that means Galladay has a better day. Maybe that means that Danny Amendola gets a little gets left open. But I don't think Marvin Jones has the day that he had the last time. He may score, but he's not going ten for ninety-three and four touchdowns. That's a day. Wish I had one of those days. Okay, San Francisco against New Orleans. This one has 23 to 20 written all over it. I would not play Drew Brees. I will play Kamara. I will play Michael Thomas. That's it. I would not play Jared Cook. I will not play Ted Ginn. I will not play Trae Smith. I will play two people. Kamara and Thomas. I wouldn't play Latmore either. Don't love them. Don't love them. For San Francisco, I I think San Francisco needs to win this game. I don't think they will, but they're like a mash unit to me. Sanders, not 100%. Bryden not 100%. Kittle, not 100%. I like Debo Samuel. I do, but Eli Apple is really a sleazy quarterback. That guy pulls a jersey. That guy will take five pass interference penalties before he lets up a play. So I like Debo, but I don't know whether Debo has a big day because Eli Apple is going to be slobbering all over him. Right? Pass interference is great for games, terrible for fantasy. Right? The flag comes. It's not like Debo gets the 45-yard penalty. Because Eli, Eli Apple is, is bad. Bad, 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 bad. Only a Giant fan can tell you how bad he is. Bad, 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 bad. He's actually improved his game in New Orleans. But I think this is a tough game. I'm not playing Jimmy G. I like Mostert. I do. But can I really rely on him? I don't think so. But look, if San Francisco can run the ball with Bryda and Mostert, because I don't like Tevin Coleman this week, then it could open up some things. But otherwise, I don't know. This has 23-20 written all over it. 23-20 written all over it. All right, the Chargers against the Jaguars in my the loser leave the league match. Anthony Lynn will be fired, or Doug Marone should be fired. Whoever loses this game, the loser should be fired. Probably the winner should be fired too, but what the heck. I like Phillip Rivers. I like Melvin Gordon. I don't love Eckler this week. They won't need Eckler this week because they'll be winning by so many. I like Keenan Allen this week. I like Mike Williams to finally score this week. I do. I like Mike Williams to finally score. For Jacksonville, I mean, who do you really like? DJ Chark, D.D. Westbrook, Chris Conley. They're all somewhat nicked up. I like Leonard Fournette. I'll play Fournette. I won't feel great about it. I'll play him. I really don't want to play Gardner Minshew. I guess I'll play DJ Chark, but I don't know. He's been limited in practice all week long. And who's going to see Casey Hayward? Is it Chark or is it D.D. Westbrook? Whoever does, I like the other guy. I like Rivers, though, to Mike Williams. If Mike Williams doesn't score this week, I just don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I'm out of options. I mean, I've been in on this guy. This guy has really killed my teams this year. And and I watch the potential every game. He's so good. But they just don't utilize him well. But I guess I'll go back to the well one more time, right? One more time and think that he gets a touchdown. I can't abandon him now, can I? I've been in all year. He's got to be due, right? Maybe this is the week. Maybe this is the week he catches two touchdowns. Or maybe I'm just delusional. And maybe I need to call my own office, my own appointment. All right, Pittsburgh, Arizona, Kansas City, New England, Tennessee, Oakland, Seattle Rams. I'm covering them when we return on Full-Time Fantasy right after this.
3: Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever.
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: All right, we're back. Full-time fantasy. of Dr. Roto. Remember, check me out also at si.com backslash fantasy. My visionary plays are out there for you. So at si.com backslash fantasy. That's Sports Illustrated. But right now, I want to talk to my friend, Big Phil. What's up, Big Phil? What's
6: happening? How you doing? Hey, um, hope I didn't make a mistake last night.
4: Uh-oh. What'd you do?
6: Didn't start Didn't start gallop him my online championship team.
4: Who'd you start instead?
6: Well... I was kind of in between. You know, I'm not going to tell you because you'll holler at me.
4: No, tell know. me, tell me. I want to. I want. To, I need to know now. I need um, to know
6: because you know we talked earlier. I didn't like Gallup as much as I like Miller, but so I kind of pulled. Uh, I've either got Larry Fitz or Zach Pascal to play. I don't.
4: Okay, I'm with you on that. I, I don't hate what you did. I mean, Pascal is in, is in a t- is playing against a team that's that funnels, uh, you know things out to the to the wide receivers. There's no T.Y. Hilton. I mean, Pascal should go at least six for 60. And then wow. Larry Fitzgerald, you know, so I mean, look, are you going to be d- down four points? Maybe, but I don't hate that move.
6: Yeah, and it's also kind of strange looking when you've been in fourth place all year and then you go look and you say, okay, where's my damn name at? And it's always down to like 120. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that's what happens. But I, but I haven't had anybody play, so and everybody around me had people play and you know, they only scored. Yeah, you know, they had some decent players last night. So,
4: yeah, no, I um, mean, you did okay. Don't that, that won't kill you. that move shouldn't kill you.
6: Well, what I did is I, I've kind of hedged my bet because I have him on the other online championship team and I started him on that team. So, I kind of
4: listen, don't don't hedge bets. I need you to go all in, go all in. This is this is the winning time, dude.
6: I'm all in on that one, though. All
4: right, be all that in team,
6: that team, Julio and Landry and. Yeah, it's a good team.
4: That's a good – no, that's a good team. It's a good team. So,
6: hey, what about – okay, I'm playing Wentz over Breeze, but what about Wentz over Tannehill?
4: Yeah, I mean, I'd play anybody against the Giants. I mean, I I can't imagine – there's no way Wentz doesn't have 250 yards and two touchdowns. I can't even imagine it.
6: That's kind of of what I was thinking. And then what about – you like Rivers, I know, but uh, Tannehill or Rivers?
4: I think Tannehill is the smarter, safer play. I think Rivers. That game could be ugly. That game could be forty to seven for the Chargers, or it could be like twenty to to, to nine. I don't know. Where I think that that Tennessee will score and will play well. So I mean, at the I, I don't I don't think I'd hitch my wa- I would hitch my wagon to Rivers in, on a DFS lineup, not in seasonal. Gotcha.
6: Okay. Right. Okay. One more. Yeah. Snell, Mack, or Darwin Thompson.
4: Well, I think Darwin is the riskiest because he may not even play Oops. till the second half. Darwin oh, Thompson's oh, oh. the riskiest, yeah. right? Because okay. I, I think yeah. they start the game with McCoy. So you're looking at Mac and Snell. I mean, I've got to think Snell is the is the is the better play because yeah. I'm thinking terrible.
6: that he, I'm thinking that he scores at least one touchdown and probably has you know. Between 15 and 20 touches and maybe 100 yards.
4: That's right, look, Mac is a hunch that he scores. Snell is almost a right. fact.
6: Yeah, I mean, you know, they're because of Arizona's defense. So.
4: It's bad, yeah. Let's do that, okay? All right. All oh, right, man, be good. Talk to you later. Okay, bye. All right, that's Big Phil. we got to get him to an online championship, and it's so crazy. So if you haven't been there before to the online championship in our high-stakes leagues, You get into the playoffs, and now it's a three-week free-for-all, if you will, right? If you don't average about 170 points a week, you're not going to win. It's as simple as that. It's crazy, but it's true. It's crazy, but it's true. You need about 170 a week to have a shot at being my rich friend. All right, we have my friend Chuck. What's up, Chuck? How you been?
5: What's up? Good, bud. How you been?
4: First time you calling in on this one.
5: I, I oh, not, not first in a while, but I'm, first I'm in a while. Listening every
4: time. Do, do I have to give a shout out to your daughter? She in the car? Because I will.
5: No, no, I'm I'm on my way to pick him up actually.
4: Oh, okay, okay. I was there for you though, but, uh, just in case.
5: No, I know. I I saw that. My wife read that, and she was very she was very proud. She's like, "Is that the guy you met in New York?" I'm like, "No, that that's another guy."
4: <laughs> exactly. That's some other random guy you met. Yeah. <laughs>
5: But uh, hey, uh, so Dalvin Cook, I got Dalvin Cook obviously. Madison, I have, and right now I have Cook and Cream Hunt as my two RBs. So what what I'm sh- been struggling with is I have Tyler Lockett as my flex. Okay. Would you play? Would you sit Lockett and play Madison at flex? Both Vikings running backs, or am I? No,
4: no, you're, you're overthinking it. Look, I I it Lockett. I watched that game Cook, last week. All- he he was used as a he was used as a decoy they were running him around behind wilson all game long running him left running him right trying to move the guys around and trying to confuse the defense i think that they're going to use him this week i do i get the madison move but madison's upside assuming cook is healthy madison's upside is like maybe 10 points maybe that's his upside
5: Agreed, I just don't think he is healthy. That's the problem. That's what I can't get out of my head.
4: And and which I, know is, he
5: he's, I know he's saying he's fine, but you know, I think could they day.
4: could they shut him down in the fourth quarter if they're up if they're winning thirty one to ten in the fourth quarter, could it be a Madison Love Fest? Yeah. And could Madison go, you know, eleven for fifty in a touchdown? Yeah. But that's eleven points. Tyler Lockett could get that on one play.
5: True. So would you play Madison and Cook together and bench Hunt as my other option?
4: Probably not just because Hunt's, Hunt's a really good player. Have you? I mean, he's a really special yeah. player. And you know they're going to score about 24 to 30 points in that game. They're going to score points. Yeah, when I
5: saw he, when I saw he got more touches last week than, I was just going crazy.
4: I was like, wow. Yeah, Hunt's, Hunt's so a well. special player because when they're losing. They need him because he catches the ball well. And when they're winning, he still gets an opportunity. Yeah. So I think right. I, I – so I, I, don't don't be silly. Don't, I would, if I'm your team, I'm going hunt, I'm going cook, I'm going lock it. And I think that's the smartest move.
5: That's what I have now. But, you know, yeah. I'm always, I got two days to second-guess myself. All yeah,
4: Don't day, do so. it. Don't do but it. Don't do it. Okay? All right, man. All right, we're all counting on you. Thank you, you too. Okay, okay, bye. (laughs) All right, look, you know, I get it. This is paralysis by overanalysis. And it makes sense. Everybody who is thinking out there, Madison should be good. I get it. I get it. And remember, I am the president of the Alexander Madison Fan Club. So I look for ways to use Madison in my lineup. I do. But... I don't think the Vikings would risk Dalvin Cook unless he was healthy. They don't need to, right? First of all, think of it this way. Vikings are going to win this game. Fact. Secondly, if Cook wasn't healthy, they'd still win this game with Madison. So why would they risk Cook and the, as they make a playoff run for, this, for week 14 against the Lions unless he was healthy? my guess is he had a stinger which hurts like heck and they weren't sure and they were like let's just shut it down right now then he slept on it and he felt better in the morning he's like i'm fine don't worry about it so it's all good now could he get another stinger maybe it's possible but i can't think like that i think that cook is a see remember all this crazy talk about cook makes him very underowned in DFS. I promise you I'm going to have Cook on a couple of teams. Maybe I'll be dumb and lighting money on fire, but maybe I'll be a genius when he runs for 200 yards because everybody's worried that he wasn't healthy. All right, Pittsburgh, Arizona. I think this is a trap game for Pittsburgh. Arizona plays well. But I do like Benny Snell to score a lot. I do like James Washington to play well. I like Vance McDonald to score because every tight end scores against the Cardinals. And if they don't go to Vance McDonald, I want—I will be shocked. I mean, seriously, the Cardinals can't cover anybody, any tight end. For Arizona, I, I do like Kenyon Drake this week. I like Larry Fitzgerald, whom you know, went to the University of Pittsburgh. Maybe he's inspired to play against the Steelers. Maybe. Fitzgerald doesn't have much left in his career. Maybe he gets a couple opportunities this week. All right, Tennessee-Oakland. I think this game is going to be closer than we think. Tennessee is the better team. But you know what? Adoree Jackson's injury, Adam Humphrey's injury, Corey Davis kind of sucks. If the Raiders can stop Derrick Henry, that's a big if, by the way, Oakland could pull this out. Darren Waller. Good start this week. Tyrell Williams, good start this week. I think the Raiders play well. I'm giving myself a pen click there. I think I'm gonna be in on the Raiders and somehow. Let me see. What's the uh what's going on here? Points what uh, three? Hmm. Plus three? I think I might take that. Been thinking I might take that on the money line too. I don't know, I'm just smelling it. Smelling it. it smells badly, right? Oakland's been wretched the last two weeks. If Oakland's been so bad the last two weeks, how come it's only a three point fa- uh, underdog? Shouldn't it be 10? Possible. All right, Kansas City, New England. This game comes down to one player, Sony Michelle. So watch. Here's what I'm telling you. If Michelle in the first quarter is getting five, six, seven yards at a clip, Patriots win this game. If Michelle finds the end zone twice, Patriots win. If they find it once, Patriots probably still win because they'll be imposing their will offensively. If the Chiefs shut Michelle down, now Brady's got to start throwing the ball, which he doesn't want to be doing. Because they're not throwing it very effectively right now. That's one way the Patriots win. The other way Patriots win is play stifling defense. Stifling defense. Figure out how to cover Hill and how to cover Kelsey. But I'm telling you, Darwin Thompson is the X-Factor. Because McCoy is like a a plotter. He's a mutter. If you watch horse racing, he's like a mutter. Darwin Thompson is is a thoroughbred. Darren Thompson is like a cult. it's a two-year-old cult. Ready to go. Whereas LaShawn McCoy is like an eight-year-old. I'm talking horse years, by the way. So I think Thompson and Michelle are the keys to both teams. I think this game is a little bit of an under. Or it's hovering right around that. Maybe if it was at the Kansas City, it'd be higher, but I think in New England, it's going to be a little bit lower. I do. I think it's going to be a little bit lower. I like Brady. I don't love Brady. I like Edelman. I like Michelle. I don't think this is a James White week. Maybe I'm wrong. I think this is a Michelle week. This is not a Sammy Watkins week, for sure. This could be a Kelsey week. I don't think this is a Tyreek Hill week. All right, I have one more game that I want to break down. It's the Seahawks against the Rams. And I have a nugget that I need you guys to know about in this game. And I think it may be the reason one of these teams wins. There's a player who makes an impact. He may not actually do well, but his presence changes the game. Okay? I'm telling you that. There's a player in this game who might not even have a lot of yards, but if he's out on the field, it changes the complex of this game. Who is it? Who is this player? All right, I want you to think about it. I want you to guess who the player is, and we'll see if we're both right. I'm Dr. Roto with Full-Time Fantasy, and I'm back with you right after
1: this.
3: Hey, thanks for downloading this podcast. If you want to listen live, be sure to download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss, Playing Dirty, Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever.
2: And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Yeah, it is a really good song. All right. I only have a short time here. Here's the guy, Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks makes the difference. Here's why. He challenges the defenses deep. And when he runs deep, even if he doesn't get the ball, he pulls a safety with him. It gives room for Robert Woods. And it leaves Cooper Cup. How good was Cooper Cup the first eight weeks of the season? In five games, he was over 100 yards, scored multiple touchdowns. Then Brandon Cooks gets injured, can't get open. Now that Cooks is back, I think it changes the complex of this game. I think the Rams have a shot. I think Cooper Cup is the key to this game. When Cooper Cup plays well, the Rams win. When Cooper Cup doesn't, the Rams don't. We saw that in the Super Bowl. Lost without that guy. Lost. So I think this is a higher scoring game than people think. The Lockett thing, I get it. He burned us badly. We don't want to get burned again. But I haven't heard anything about him being sick this week. I'm telling you I watched that game and he was a decoy. All game long they were running him behind the line of scrimmage. Left, right, left, right, blah, blah, blah. Try to confuse the defense. That's all they did with him. Russell Wilson didn't even look his way. Didn't even look his way. I think he will this week. I do. I think he will. And I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Really high-scoring game. All right. If you need me, find me at Time Fantasy. Put a question in the forums. Sean Childs and I will do our best to answer them. You can find me at Twitter at D-R-R-O-T-O. I'll try to answer your question. Can't guarantee it, but I'll try to do it. If you keep the question simple. But right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. All right, guys, it's week 14. I wish you guys a lot of luck. All right, let's get it. First victory on our way to the semifinals. Okay? Wait, your talk talking up next. Sean, I wish you a good weekend. All right, this is Dr. saying, Be well. Take care.